Turn we'll paint the progression in every studio session. Turn we'll paint the progression in every studio session. Turn we'll paint the progression. Welcome to paint the progression with Regis Arzu. Money management for the rest of us. Now, who's the rest of us? If you're going through an emotional roller coaster right now, whether it's anger at the police and our president, sadness for what's happening to those rioters, and even curiosity about what will happen, you are the rest of us. It's hard times out there, and we can only get through this together. Today's Q&A Wednesday, where I take all the questions you sent to my Pain to Progression Facebook page and my email at pain to the number 2 progression at gmail.com. No matter what happens out there, the world keeps going, and the bills keep coming. And with that in mind, so do the questions. I am here to answer the everyday questions you have, but today I want to do something different. I referenced episode number 22, Get Mad, on my last episode. And in that episode, the theme was, Success is the Best Revenge. It's the best way to show those haters that want to see you on the ground suffering that we know we deserve better and that we're going to get it. I define financial success as financially having a higher level of of a financial state of mind. But sometimes it's not just that. If I would define financial success with something tangible that can build generational wealth, I would say that purchasing a home is up there. There's this quote I've heard before that I'm not too sure who said it. It goes, The best investment on earth is earth. Owning land is probably the best purchase anyone can make. Once again, it can literally equate to generational wealth for you and your kids and your kids' kids. That's how they did it. So what I want to do today is pull all the real estate questions you've asked and put them in one episode. My hope is for you to understand where you are and what you have to do to be in a position where you can purchase a home if you haven't had one already. The other reason is so you can know how easy it is to buy a home. So, here we go. Tiffany asks, What is the full process of buying a home? And why do you say that it's so easy? Okay, this is a loaded question. Because although purchasing a home is not complicated, there are some things that you would need to know to buy a home. So let me see if I can do this like a checklist. The first thing is, you need a minimum of a 580 credit score. The better your credit score, the better the mortgage and loan you can get. Now, with that credit, you need at least two trades on your credit, which are two loans that you have had open for at least two years. Another thing you need to know is that you need to be in the same field or same job for at least two years. If you're a banker, either you could be in the same job for two years, or if you would have had two or more jobs within those two years, it would have had to have been in the same banking field. Then you need to find a good lender which you can find at your local bank or ask a friend. Someone you know knows a good lender. The lender will do your loan and tell you what you need to do to get approved for the loan. They have an incentive to get you approved. The last thing you need to do is find a realtor. That's easy because one, everyone knows a realtor, but two, your lender will have a realtor to recommend if you don't know any. The realtor's job is to find you your dream home. And pretty much the last thing is to listen to both the realtor and the lender and you will end up with a home. That's it. So that's like five or six steps I showed you to buy a house. It's truly that easy. In five or six steps, you can buy a house. Sophia from Chicago asks, I don't have a lot of money. How do I know how much I need to save up for before I apply for a mortgage loan? So the two amounts or costs that go into purchasing a home are the down payment and the closing costs. 
The closing costs are typically 2000 or more depending on the loan. The second thing is a down payment. There are down payment assistance programs out there where you can put no money down. Now to find these, you can just go online and Google the down payment assistance program for your state and follow those instructions. Those can be hard to find right now with the pandemic going on. There's not that much money from the states because the money is going to other things right now. So the regular way the majority of people purchase a home is that they put a down payment of the home, which is at minimum 3 to 5% of the loan you are applying for. So an example is, for a home that is $150,000, you would be paying a minimum of $5,250 as a down payment, plus the $2,000, which is your closing cost, which leads to a total of $7,250 to close on a loan for $150,000. And with that, you're looking at a mortgage of around $600 to $800 a month. That's it. So I know $7,250,000 sounds like a lot, but that is for a $150,000 house, and some of you make that much in income tax. The other half of you spend that in a year on crap you don't really need. Save your money. Go buy a house. Tomas from Detroit asks, You've previously mentioned that you purchased your third home without putting any money down. How did you do that? So, once you buy a house, you find that it's so easy, you will almost definitely want to buy another one. For my first home, I found the minimum and smallest house that I needed for my family and put a small down payment on that house. But what happened was, in two years, the value of my house went up. It went up so high that I used the increased value of that home, which is called the equity, to purchase my second home, which I didn't put any money out of my pocket. So I moved into my second home and rented out the first one. And that's it. That process is really a rinse and repeat process that you can do all over again until you buy as many homes as you want. Now I have to add, this process will turn you into a landlord because my first home, I rented that out while I lived in the second one. And if you buy a third one, you have to rent out the other two. Now in my case, it was easier to sell both homes to buy my third one and keep the mortgage as low as it was for my second home. So I did that. I plan to buy another one in two years. I have a goal of buying a new home every two years. There is nothing I can do that you can't do. That's my secret. I don't want to keep it to myself. You have it. Let's do it together. I've stated my opinion about the police brutality. I'm mad. You're mad. I get it. As a minority, we are used to this. And please, definitely don't stop fighting. But I also want to remind you to keep your eyes on the prize, which is massive success, buying a home, building wealth for your family and their family. And that's how you really cause change. Go vote. Do your census. We have rights, and we need to know how to use them properly. But before that, we need to use them. I know the system feels rigged, and sometimes it really is. But giving up is not the answer. Once again, there's a reason why they fought so hard in stopping you from voting. It's because it's a powerful right. Same thing with the right to own land. They can't tell you what to do with your property. Now, to those God-fearing people out there, trust in him. He has a plan. I'm like you. I don't know what his plan is, and I don't see it, to be honest. But I know he does have one. And it's intended for you to win and be in a better position at the end. Like Steve Jobs said, we cannot connect the dots backwards, but we can connect them forwards. 
And eventually we will see it, and we will see why what's happening is happening. A few years from now, we'll find out that this was needed for a bigger reason. I do feel that things will get better for you and me. And when the dust settles, I want to see you on top. Let's get it. A New Yorker asks, I live in New York. The housing market is insane. What would you do if I live in an area where I want to buy a home, but it's way too expensive to buy a home? The first thing I would do is ask, why do you need to stay in New York? The cost of living in New York is crazy. I think everyone in the U.S. knows that. Have you tried outside of New York, like New Jersey, which is one bridge or train station away from the city? The same thing with Connecticut. The other thing is to live within your means. What I mean is that look for what you can afford and wait and search patiently and then buy the house you've been waiting for. Don't stay comfortable. Get uncomfortable and go out and buy a house if you haven't already. You deserve it. Carl from Virginia asks, I've been contemplating on being a landlord. I know there's pros and cons with making that leap into dealing with tenants and having to fix everything that goes wrong. It scares me but I feel like it's a good future move. Any thoughts and or advice? Yes, I've been a landlord. To be honest, it can be stressful and a little costly on the short term, but I highly recommend it. Most of the time, it's just a matter of calling a company to go over and fix things. If you are not handy, I would recommend to get a home warranty where you pay a monthly or annual fee for coverage, and if something breaks, they will go and fix it for a smaller fee. It's like a copay. Another thing is that you can hire a management company and they will do everything for you. By everything, they will collect the money from the tenants, they will fix any issues in the house, and they will even look for a tenant if you need to look for one. Some even go through the eviction steps for you if you want. Now, this does come with a small fee of 10% to 20% of the rent you are charging. I know people that has used services like that and are very happy. I didn't do it because 20% is a lot to lose but it is a small price to pay for the ease and comfort. And for my last question, I don't want to answer a question. I would like to address some of the top three reasons why people don't go out and look for a home, aside from anything I've addressed in this episode. Those three excuses are, I'm waiting for the rates or prices in homes to go down and get better. It's too much of a hassle to apply for a loan and then get rejected. And I am comfortable where I am. The first thing is, interest rates should not determine whether you can buy a home or not. Same thing with prices. With the rates, you can always refinance your home to a lower rate in the future. Now with the prices, the prices go up. Homes appreciate. So the longer you wait, the more expensive the house will be. And that's money you will lose if you can buy it for cheaper and then own it and have the value be higher. Buy now if you can. I highly recommend it. Now, for the second thing about the inconvenience for applying a loan and getting rejected, my comment is that you don't know. I stated previously that I kind of purchased my home by mistake. Someone told me to just go and talk to a lender, and I did. I didn't even know I was in that current position to purchase a home. But I get it. It may not be the same for you. So in this case, go to a lender, and the lender will tell you what to do to get approved. Like I said earlier, Lenders have an incentive to do a loan and get your loan approved. They get a commission from their company to close on a mortgage. The last excuse is being comfortable. If you haven't already listened to my episode number 16, Get Uncomfortable, please go and listen to it. 
I want you to know that success and being uncomfortable are synonymous. No one has ever done anything amazing by staying in the same place and feeling comfortable. What was the last amazing thing you did? What did you do to make that thing amazing? It couldn't have been staying in the same place. Do the same with a home. You deserve it. You can do it. Okay, Painted Progression family. I hope you enjoyed this episode. We've talked all things mortgage. Please, if you ever had any goals to purchase anything, make sure you buy a home. You will not regret it. Your rent will never go up, and in most cases, it's cheaper than paying for rent. And on top of that, you own it. You deserve it. Remember, you can send me your questions at my Paint to Progression Facebook page or my email address, which I'll have on my show notes. Now, this information is for you to use and grow financially, but it's also for you to please support, rate, and share. Please, go to your podcast app and give this podcast five stars if you feel I added value to you. You have no idea how much that will help in spreading this podcast. Paying this information forward is how we will change the world. Someone you know could listen to this episode and decide to purchase a home then and there. Please, help me flip the world upside down, my friends. Thank you for letting me serve you. Bye. Well,